Welcome to episode 49 of Comic Book Nation, the official podcast of comicbook.com. And I'm really excited to be back in the host seat. I'm your boy, Kofi Outlaw, and I'm back with my co-host, and who stepped up to be a great host while I was gone, Yay. Mr. Matthew Aguilar. I hope I did it justice. You did. I was watching. I was like into this like a fan. It was kind of nice. I worked in a lot of Kofiisms. Like I tried. Yeah, yeah I mean, you did. You had a lot of throwbacks, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Easter eggs. I appreciated right, it. I listened to all of it on vacation. It was very relaxing on the beach to hear huh. your dulcet tones and comic book nation <laughs> content coming out of my uh, AirPods. It was it was very nice. Uh. So good job and thank you. And uh, producer Jim Viscardi's here too, who also helped out to fill it in. So uh, thank you. But back with us today, one of the original trilogy. Oh, trilogy! I always say trilogy. Trinity members himself. Brandon Davis. Hello, how are you, Comic Book Nation? I can't hear you, but I appreciate you answering audibly in traffic. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shoot this man a Twitter, Twitter thing at hashtag Comic Book Nation. Let you let him know you heard him. We're really excited today because uh, we're not just here talking about the usual happenings in the news. We actually get to promote something exciting that's coming up. This is Comic Con Week. <laughs> We try not to date these episodes. Dun, 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 I don't know what that was. What was that? What was that? that? Was me sucking the excitement right out of the air. I'm keeping all of it. That, there's no way that'll ever get misinterpreted. So, so uh, we're safe. Let's move on. Yet I get the death glare yeah. every time I make a little cutesy noise. Is that what you're labeling them as? Cutesy noises? Bow, bow. Oh, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's a cutesy noise. Can I be excited? It's a blues, no, blues no, no, noise. You should be excited and you should be hyped because we do have some exciting. I mean. We're going to be having exciting things happening at Comic-Con this year. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be bringing you guys kind of up-to-the-minute updates about what's happening on Comic-Con. We're going to be throwing some bonus episodes of Comic Book Nation at you to keep you kind of in the loop. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't be at the actual convention, please join us, not just on Comic Book Nation, but comicbook.com as a whole, our uh, Comic-Con page, because we are going to be there with a squad of people, and we're going to be in the trenches just getting you guys all kinds of great content and scoops, so uh, be on the lookout. So, for this episode, before we get into that jungle of mess starting tomorrow, we are going to do a special Comic-Con preview where we break down kind of the things we're excited about, maybe talk about some of the things we're going to be missing out on this year, but uh, a lot of stuff that we're going to be excited to see and what you guys should be on the lookout for. But that is not all because, uh, you know, I thought this was going to be an easy one, but things keep happening around Comic-Con. So we've what had happened? some uh, big what? Emmy nominations that we're not going to talk about all of them because we don't cover all of TV on this show, but we're going to talk about some very relevant things to this Do show. Do we even have time to talk all about the Game of Thrones nominations alone? No, I mean, no. I mean, the Game of Thrones, we don't have time to talk about all 32 yeah. nominations That's that the insane. show got. Yeah, That's it's stupid. insane. But we are going to talk about the insanity involving these Game of Thrones nominations. We're also going to be talking about Avengers Endgame, doing a little check-in, because it looks like we might actually pass Avatar and get that crown for this movie. So we're going to talk about that. Do and we all get a little crown? Yeah, Does everybody here, and, and everybody who talks about this movie as much as we all do, do we all get a little crown for, for helping the movie? Well, feel like it depends. We Did you go back out for that re-release, or were you sitting at home? <laughs> like that? Some of honestly, us are fighting the war. Honestly, if you went back like, for the re-release, Kofi should have a crown. They, yeah, they should have given you a little plastic I mean, gold crown. Yeah, the really name should. Kofi like, already has a championship the belt. It should have been the so size like, of Woody Very true. From Toy you still Story. do. You still have it. But, did, you get, did you get the poster when you the, went? The uh, For Endgame? Yeah. No. What? When That's I went a robbery. No, I don't know what theaters were giving this stuff away. I just went to an empty theater with me and like five other people. <laughs> oh and you got man, that sucks. Movie, yeah. You sat through PS2 Hulk for no poster. That's lame. You didn't get a poster. No little gold no. crown. 
You're not, not going to be on the Avatar post Avatar trophy. That's Feige, actually the coolest. You owe me. Yeah. You owe me a poster. I've been <laughs> helping. Have I've been helping him. the Avatar effort. Oof, but anyway. We're going to get to that, and you know, there's a small bit of something that uh, happened before we came in the studio. Oof. Just a tiny thing. Jeez. Taika Waititi is returning for Thor four. Let's jump in there. Why not four? Thor four. Thor four 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 four. Like, That's the yeah. Josh Trank version. Oh, God. It's a four. 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 It's a four. So, yeah, right before we came in, I thought we had a nice, easy show to get through, and then, you know, this big Marvel <laughs> scoop kind of dropped. Taika Waititi confirmed to be coming back to the MCU to direct Thor 4, the director of Thor Ragnarok, if you're somehow confused about that name, because it's so hard to remember or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's coming back. And, but there is a dark side to this, because... Taika was actually slated to direct uh, the live-action adaptation of Akira for Warner Brothers, which has now been put on indefinite hold. So uh, Got mothballed yet again. Yep. And a lot of anime fans might say, rightly so. And <laughs> funny enough, I'm one of them. Bullet rightly dodged. so. Well, yeah, bullet <laughs> dodged. Really, they've, real. they've already filmed, like, a, they've filmed test footage. Yeah, no, this was, no, this movie. State of the okay, art so let's just cameras. set up the context. Like, since I've been doing this for the last, you know, decade, I've also been reporting on possible Akira movies <laughs> for the last decade. <laughs> I mean, the one I was really excited about was uh, Book of Eli directors, the Hughes brothers were going to do one, and it actually sounded like they were really fighting for, because they were anime fans and they were going to do it right, and then that all fell apart. Anime it, just uh, doesn't work. Robert Rodriguez did Alita. I like Robert Rodriguez. But, I mean, Alita did, I mean, Alita did all right. And Pokemon did all right. I mean, it's starting to turn around. It it's, is not it's, nowhere. It is nowhere near the box office mainstream draw of comic book movies. But they are trying to crack that code. And they are making better and better attempts. And neither were comic Fair. book movies for years until, yeah. yeah so, I mean, let's. So, like, yeah, there, there's still, there's still movies like Iron Man 2 and 3 out there. What, yeah. No, but what, oh, I, what uh, anime yeah. needs is still movies like their 2008. Oh. Anime needs their 2008. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They really do, and it'll come eventually. And people, and so there was a small kind of contingent of fans who thought that Taika would be the kind of chosen one yeah. to help us get over that hump. Maybe he and still like will be. do that. And so, like, yeah, this one, those people, it's a small group, but they're disappointed right now. Yeah. I'm sure the larger group of fans are like, whoo, like me, like Bullet Dodge, because we did hear things about this new one. It was going to be in Neo Manhattan. Uh, Kaneda and Tetsuo weren't like biker gang buddies. They were brothers. Kaneda's trying to find his brother who has psychic ability. It was a big change to the story. And so people were already kind of trepidatious about that. But yeah, we thought Taika would be the guy who could, who could do this. So um, it is a loss. There are kind of conflicting reports right now about what's happening there. Yeah. Like, because like Jim said, this was version, this wasn't just like one of like a DC movie, right? Like this wasn't just some logo they threw out. And just said, yeah, we plan to do this thing. And so it, it never happened. Yeah, it's not Nightwing <laughs> or Batgirl. Like, yeah, there was already a production start date, a release date. There was test footage. There was already, like, location scouted. There was already, like, everything was already set in place. We were just kind of, they were doing the casting. Like, we were just waiting to hear. And we thought maybe, like, Comic-Con would be something like we could hear some announcements from Akira or do something. Well, we got one. And it's dead. But what, what I think <laughs> is interesting is that in the report... Uh, I think it was from THR, said that uh, Akira was kind of slowly getting pushed back a little bit. Not all that much, but it got pushed back because he wanted to make, he wanted it to be his movie. It wasn't the movie he wanted it to be, whatever was going on. Um, and that was interfering with Thor 4, which means Thor 4 
isn't that far away from production, which means it's really not that far away from release. No, I would say 2021. Well, yeah, like I was saying, like, could, this could be the late Yeah, It could be the film. May 2021 movie. Uh, it's pushing it. Compared, I mean, it's pushing it, yes. But it could be, yeah. It could I mean, be, because here's, here's, here's why I think it's the May 2021 movie. And I, I think November's more realistic, but I think that May is not totally out, because what other movie... May is reserved for big... Marvel movies, their biggest of the year. I guess I would have imagined the, they put Panther two in that spot, but no, February. Black Panther's got to uh, be a February yeah, movie, yeah. I think. Got to be Black. Follow Panther. that uh, the, the the or success release successful release date of the original. You get Black History Month. You have Black Panther. Yeah, that's the place it belongs. So I think. Hey, you saying it has to be segregated to February? <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting. Is that I was what you're waiting. Walk, you walked right into that one. Just really no, I'm just kidding. It is. It is <laughs> really weird. Moving. It is okay. I'll make this black guy official. Black Panther should stay in February. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the other movies that it could be, if it's going to be a sequel, is Doctor Strange two, Captain Marvel two. Or Wonder Man, or, or Black Panther two. So you put Black Panther, if you're putting Black Panther two in February, um, then Captain Marvel two. We have no idea what's going on with that. We have we haven't heard. That's one of the movies we haven't heard anything about. No. And Doctor Strange doesn't seem like a big enough hero to get the May release. The only reason Black Widow is is because they didn't have another movie to put in this coming May because I Guardians three was going to be after. In, Thor is a, is a May caliber movie. After Infinity War and Endgame, Strange probably has enough yeah. cachet to hold his own. There's a lot of mainstream fans he's that not, aren't in our bubble. Thor big coming no, off of... No, but they look at Infinity War and Endgame, and I don't yeah. know how many times I've heard people who went back and watched the first one who had never seen it because they saw him in Infinity War and went, oh, man, he's awesome. Where do I go find it? I literally had people ask me. Yeah. Numerous yeah, people. No. He was also way better in Infinity War. But I don't think – I'm kind of with Brandon movie. on the logic of this Thor 4 thing because <laughs> I think Doctor Strange that would be reserved, especially if it's something darker with, like, Nightmare and that sweet spot between, mm -hmm. like, the holiday rush and after the Thanksgiving yeah. Yeah, so you horror. switch them. I think Thor 4 is May. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange 2 is that November 5th, yeah. 2021. I don't think you're wrong from a, like, the that those movies fit those time slots better. I'm just – the only question I have is how far along they are in Thor, whether it can be a practical possibility. Or well, not. how far along are they in Doctor Strange? Too? We have no well, clue. That's the thing. Well, we, know, mean, we know Derrickson's already started. Like Derrickson's working working on like yeah, the script. Strange well, sure, but if Thor four was going to interrupt yeah. the Akira the yeah. production then it's not far away either from I, being filmed. I already don't like saying Thor 4. Can we just put I that just out like, there? I'm just glad <laughs> I'm Tyke already annoyed at it, and we've saying, only just started the Saying Taika Waititi, that guy has the most fun name to say in the world, so at least we get... It needs to, to be that. like Thor subtitle, because given, given I don't want to say Thor 4. Given the end of Endgame, there's a very real possibility like they could subtitle this one as Guardians of the Galaxy or and let, and let Guardians of the Galaxy 3, 3 be what be it, what it yeah, needs to yeah. be. Someone, I think that would be call, kind of exciting. Someone I would call Colin Bunn and give him back that series the that they just canceled. <laughs> I think the Guardians will be in Thor 4, yeah. but I don't think they'll be a big part of it. I think right. they'll be the kind first, of sent off yeah, the first, onto their yeah. movie so that the Guardians 3 be like what can be. Yeah. Kind of I think Guardians Volume 3 inevitably becomes what it was always going to be, mm -hmm. and I think Endgame kind of maybe took the chemistry between Hemsworth and the rest of the Guardians cast. Right. And we're like, all right, we can, have a, we can do another scene with this because it worked really well. It was an easy scene to shoot. Maybe they added it later. Mm -hmm. And they were able to pull it off and tease the Asgardians of the Galaxy. But At I the very least, you know it's going to be a joke. But I think it's interesting because it really, originally, Guardians 3 was going to come first. Right. So I wonder what the plan was. If they do an Asgardians of the Galaxy, I just want Throg. You're not going to get that, Matt. Mm -hmm. You don't know. 
<laughs> I can see. I can see. You don't know? I think it'll be a line walker. Like half of it will be him with the guardians figuring something out, and then he'll go on some kind of like right. Thor quest by himself. I would also like to see 2012 Loki pop up and be like, you know, <laughs> be good, yeah, and then create Thor. People are already like wishing for Titan. <laughs> they already to fix referenced everything. that, but cre- I want to see him. But they already said it. Oh. Did he have a hammer? I don't know. Do you see a little frog with a little cape? And Here, here's, here's another interesting thing, considering throw. the Taika of it all and what we saw in Ragnarok. Eternals is going to happen first. And mm-hmm. there was so much Kirby stuff in Ragnarok, just even with like Eternals and the yeah. idea of uh, the Celestials, at the very least. Be curious to see if that all potentially ties in down the line, setting up even more like if Eternals ends up being a hit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they wreck retcon and make like Grandmaster and Collector Eternals mm-hmm. and things like that. Hmm. Weird stuff. It's kind of yeah, it could. Well, no. you mean, like in the same way that they, well, I don't oh, love that, Eternals, but not Celestials. Be could yeah. you imagine if you had Jeff Goldblum? Cause to the explaining to that these two humanoids are Celestials oh, yeah. is a lot. <laughs> what did they say? What did they say? I would love call Ego. He was a Celestial. He was a Celestial. Yeah. Right. So, like, kind of comparing to them to those beings, it's like yeah. it would be a lot easier just to say these are Eternals and yeah. are just kind of like you know godlike beings. But all right, so we're all excited that Taika's coming back. We want a better title for Thor four, and we have some speculation to probably be that May twenty twenty one movie. I mean, it is the, the biggest the R new in franchise. Thor is going to be a four. I mean, this is the first <laughs> Avengers character to get a fourth solo movie, oh. so that's big. I mean, I don't think when we all started this, we would it, ever expected Danny. it would be Thor. <laughs> well, he got well, Captain he... America Civil War, which is basically his Iron Man 4. <laughs> yeah. And he got Spider-Man Homecoming. He's yeah. got a lot of pieces. Yeah, no one's feeling and bad for him. And he got Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> no one's feeling bad <laughs> I mean, for him. Yeah. But, yeah. Especially with the money he's making on yeah, the game right now. 75 so, mil. Yeah, but he's, okay. yeah, he's okay. So if Anthony Mackie gets a movie called Captain America... Does that count as a fourth Captain America movie in the yeah, traditional yeah, sense? Because it's yeah. still Cap. Yeah. So like, but like, had oh, here we go. You start know. splitting these MCU hairs, yes. and then we just go off the rails. Can we yes, get Brandon a Captain America movie? Tim Foy hat. Can we do that? All right, we're gonna move on. We're yeah. gonna move on because we got a lot of other stuff to cover. So we're gonna talk about Emmy nominations. Game of Thrones got thirty-two nominations, Sheesh. and it's not that it got for its controversial final season. And it's not that Game of Thrones got 32 nominations. It's just some of them are pretty ridiculous considering the, all the bat when you compare them to the backlash yeah. that kind of hit the season. Uh, yeah, directing, we got. Please don't tell me the Battle of the, Winterfell got a nomination. Yep, The Long Night. <laughs> the Long Night. Miguel Sapinchek, The Long Night got a. <laughs> <laughs> the face is bright. The episode after that. How? The episode after that. Of money, Brandon. HBO has the lots ba- of the, the episode that the cinematographer yelled at me for not being able to see. Yeah. Got nominated for best directing. And I believe the episode after that with the coffee cup, the last of the Starks, got uh, nominated for that one. So <laughs> HBO's got money, man. This is... This is Oh my god! That is. Un- I wish we could live fathomable. tweet Brandon's and reaction. Had to, had the F coming out already. I had to find a way to finish that. And I think this was the uh, series finale, The Iron Throne. Was yeah. that? Yep. And that got nominated. So, which is by far one of the worst episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think personally, is the series finale. Wow. So I mean, it's just a lot of talking and people dude, walking dude, around and, and talking. You know what Kit Harrington said when they good. when he found out he was nominated for Best Actor? What? You know what Kit Harrington said when he found out he was nominated <laughs> for Best Actor? No. What? I don't want it. <laughs> that was a baiting. <laughs> yeah, so Kid Arrington got nominated. The only thing he knows how to say anymore. Amelia Clark got nominated, which is going to make some people 
Alfie Allen got nominated. Theon, yeah. why? The actors, I don't have a problem with the actors getting nominated. I have I a problem the with Theon getting nominated. Like, what the hell was that about? I like, mean, he was in like a minute. Yeah, he had a minute, I guess. It was a good no, minute, I, though. No, I'm saying it was only a minute. <laughs> it was a solid but minute. But I mean, but compared to, the, compared to <laughs> all of the television I that exists in the last year, Theon gets a nomination. Right. Okay, let's just let's just okay. We could go down this list. I mean, all the Lannisters, all the Starks got the Red Woman got a nomination. The Melisandre, <laughs> yeah, got nominated. And Andrew Lincoln and, and Melissa McBride and Lenny James have never been nominated for an Emmy. Really? For and Melisandre got a nom- Lenny James has Lenny never James been nominated. Career work. Yeah. Wow. What? Like I said, Lenny yeah. James one is one of the best characters yeah. around. There's a Lenny James I did not know of, that. Lenny James, and you can at me if you want, Lenny James is one of the best actors on television. I don't he know. is better than television. He's I don't know if he gets He's one of the best television. character actors, period. Yeah. Like, yeah. He is amazing. Yeah. And the fact that the only movie he's wow. done that I can think of recently is Blade Runner 2049, which he had such a minuscule role in, blows my mind. And he's never been nominated for Emmy. The Red Witch. That's amazing to me. <laughs> she, okay. She lit torches outside of the, the episode I couldn't see. But how she, well actually, she did should she get an light award. them? Actually, she should get an award because she was the only hero of that episode because she made it possible to see it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was good. Wow. Very well done. Well done. That was good. Um, let's just, okay, let's just stop right here and put like, a, like let's just put a stamp on this, right? Like, let's be real. This isn't, just nominations for Game of Thrones season eight. Some of the directing ones, yeah. But a lot right. of these actor ones, a lot of this, this yeah. is like the Return of the King, right? If yeah, they're makeup the Oscars, awards, right? Yeah, it's for the entire yeah. saga. We didn't give right? that person an award in yeah. season three, so let's so, yeah. do it now because it's our last And job. yeah, I get it. The Red Woman was birthing shadows out of her crotch and doing a whole <laughs> bunch of other stuff, <laughs> burning children. She wore those old lady prosthetics. But hey, she twist. birthed the hell she out wore of those them shadows. so well. Yeah. <laughs> She wore those prosthetics. Did, so did like, Lena Headley yeah. make it on the nom- yeah? List? All the Lannisters oh. and like all the Starks basically all got. <laughs> did the Cleganes make it? Nope. Okay. Cleganes. Wow. I think Bran. What a Ironically, Bran is the only one who didn't. <laughs> the king. Enough. Yeah, the king. <laughs> the king didn't get a nomination. <laughs> the winner. Nothing. I can oh. I can understand Kit Harington, Amelia Clark, right. Peter Dinklage, uh, Nikolai Costerwaldo. Anything other than that. I would give it to Lena Headley. Lena, Lena, Lena Headley. yeah, Lena Headley. <laughs> she did a lot of wine sipping. There. She, yeah, she, no, but like no, for this season, I don't know if she deserves right. it. Right, compared to the rest of television, she is a phenomenal actress. But I don't know if this season she had to do much. You know I'll be mean? honest. Out of this whole list, the only person I would co-sign. I mean, you, you could say that Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark did well with the material they were given. Amelia Clark um, did a good job. Yeah. Um, but Maisie Williams is like the only mm-hmm. one I would be like hundred percent she deserves like an Emmy nom for just the episode of uh, you know the bells the King's Landing episode you know like and she yeah. just had a lot of dynamic parts you know she the Night King or the Night King part her little scenes with Gendry all that stuff like she did a lot of she did a lot of acting work so I would see that surprised but, uh, that White Horse didn't get a nod. <laughs> I'm amazed the star cameo the Starbucks appearance. cup yeah. isn't on there. Yeah. Best meaningless <laughs> oh cameo appearance. McDonald's Spocknick is such an incredible director, but the fact that he got nominated for The Long Night is just mind-blowing. I was think the terrible. judges just heard it was awesome. They didn't couldn't really see whether or not, and they just got nervous. So they were Who'd like, they hear it from? 
HBO with Ugh. their envelopes full of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, worse than the NCAA. What do you see here? I don't know. What do you see now? <laughs> <laughs> they got to an watch Emmy like an ultra win, bright an version Emmy of the show. episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So that's pretty crazy. Game of Thrones. I'm sure people are going to have a lot of opinions Good about times. that. <laughs> like, yeah. But that wasn't the only kind of surprise. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. It came in um, with four nominations wow. in tech categories. Including one award in which it's competing with the Orville, which yeah. is Seth MacFarlane's uh, Star Trek kind of rendition. Somewhere Jamie Lovett's doing cartwheels. Yeah, Jamie Lovett was <laughs> loving that. And, like Star Trek Discovery, the Orville are going head to head in some visual effects categories and tech or technical award categories for their space battle episode. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also. Charlie Ridgely was pretty happy because Gotham got nominated for oh. an Emmy. What are the Emmys doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lenny James. What are, what are, what yeah, what are you getting nominated for? No Emmy. Gotham? Yeah. Oh, it was just a technical award. Don't go. I was going to say, it is a pretty show. Hey, it's a great looking yeah. show. I mean, the environments, the costumes, the like outstanding the sound great. editing for a comedy or drama series. Oh, well, uh, well that's. Uh, okay, there you go. There <laughs> <laughs> Our whole argument was like gone. <laughs> nope, guess not. Wow. <laughs> But you might have to start calling it Emmy Award winning Gotham. Like, I yeah. Mean, a Golden Globe Award or uh, Oscar winning Oscar Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, That's go right. along with that. If it's bat, if it's got a Joker of any kind, you get an award. Uh, oh, man. So that's pretty crazy. But uh, did Mar yeah. Marvel didn't win an Oscar last year, did they? They were nominated for visual effects. Yeah, they, they were nominated. Win. First Man won. Did they, weren't they nominated for two things? Did they win did one? They got visual. Oh, they didn't No, get, no. First Man won Best Visual Effects. Soundtrack? I don't know. Sound editing or something? Yeah. I don't remember. No, but First Man, yeah. That one, that was crazy. Over Infinity War. Over Thanos. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. Awards don't mean much. Not anymore. But, by the way, I guess it's not a good time to tell you you're going to get an award, Brandon. Hmm. What's awards the award, are, what's the award huge. for? I'm so excited. I'm just kidding. I couldn't even think. Oh, no, no, right. Uh, Black Panther got costume. Panel. Black Panther got costume designer, right? Remember, Ruth Carter oh, got, yeah. got that. And 2018, big year for Marvel Studios. Can we give a shout out real quick? Well, yeah, and, uh, and Ludwig Gordon for best score for Black Panther. It's a great shirt. What? Oh yes, yeah, Jim's Moon Knight shirt first, is great. Those great are the shirt. first Oscars that that Marvel's ever yeah, won. Marvel's yeah, Marvel's won ever won. Yeah, and both right. for Black Panther. Black Panther. Now it's Gotham's turn, though. Yeah. Our <laughs> Can Pennyworth follow suit? <laughs> oh, we'll find out at Comic Con. We'll be talking about that in a minute. Finally, let's talk. Avengers Endgame is now under $7 million away from passing Avatar for the title of highest Robert Den All Robert Downey Jr. has to do is this. He just made $100. But, like, Way more than that's that. That's all he has to do, and Avengers and just do it. beats Avatar. I mean, that's it. I mean, we're under seven. I was tracking the numbers just in July alone. In the first week, it, it, the median average for Avengers Endgame was around 700, between six and 700K. Uh, I believe for this past week, it was about between like four and 500K was a median average. Mm -hmm. That's across still the week. pretty, that's still yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So wow. that means that like it could definitely make up that difference. That's more than I thought. I expected so two, to three, uh, two to three, two to three. Still making that's good money good. quietly. So it could still, I'd say by the end of January, first half of August, it could, it could cross the line. The only the thing July? I threw in this about that I wrote about was the digital home release yeah. comes out on the 30th. Which is really the cutoff, right? As far not as not the like, digital, but no, the Blu-ray comes out on August thirteenth. Yeah, Black Panther was still out in theaters when the home video release yeah. was out. 
But that's not cut off as in it'll leave theaters. Cut off as in most people then will divert that's their funds yeah. to go buy because it on home video. And Black Panther's a little it. different. This is a three-hour movie, yeah, which is like, that was the thing I was writing about. It's that, that little snap decision in fans' minds. Do Maybe I really want to make the effort and you know put the money and go see it in theaters again and help beat Avatar? Yeah. Or I could sit at home, pause. Yeah. And watch it and do it that way. And get high res like, screenshots yeah. and see all the stuff. Like it, yeah, I, I feel like if it if it's it needs to be what? What's the number that it needs to be at by that date for you to see it still making its money? Three million away. Really that much? See, I was thinking no. a mil. Like I'm yeah, thinking like if it's a mil, mil two million or under, I'd say. Like, then those people will well, just still keep cranking until in other it, countries yeah. though. Yeah. Other countries. Yeah. Still has other countries getting the re release. Yeah, it's not like I said. It's not. I mean, yeah. it'll be available via. Yeah, we're not how, how, like we're not like. Let's just be clear. We're not like leaning on domestic. It's already kind of settled domestically. Yeah. It's never going to yeah. touch Force Awakens. So like, it's it's going to be number two domestically of all time. But worldwide, yeah, the other markets repeat viewings. People still trickling in. It could still do it. Um, it's going to be close though. But I, I mean, it's looking. Analysts are now predicting that it will pass. And you never know. There, you know, Kevin Feige could have one more trick. I personally said that, like, I would just go to Comic Con, step out on the main floor, and be like, "Who's gonna help us beat Avatar? Go to that theater in San Diego. Like, just get started right there. Just start a hype machine. One more time. <laughs> just right in the middle of the convention. Just right in the middle of the convention. Do just it. The beat Avatar. You know, hashtag whatever it takes to beat. Avatar. You know, what would have been amazing if they had within Comic Con, like, instead of like their booth, they would have just set up an impromptu theater and just taken tickets and had people going throughout the entire Comic-Con and like, come on, that. you could do it. Pitch. Pay us. All pay you got to do is go right in here. All you got to do is go right in here. Go right in here. Pay you us You don't even have to stay for bucks. the whole movie. Just go watch a scene. Yeah, right? It's we'll sell your seats. Here's a poster. Here you go. Give us your ticket stub. When you come out, we'll sell it to somebody else. Four days of that? <laughs> I'm saying like that. If you go to Comic-Con as a fan and buy a ticket to a movie that's three hours long and you miss three hours of Comic-Con, you're doing it wrong. I mean, this is true. I'm just saying. You are really not hype, like helping us beat Avatar here, buddy. Listen, dude, what's crazy? Think about how crazy this is. Within like five days, Endgame had half of Avatar's box office. Within like maybe five, six days, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, 1.2 in its first weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And then now it's it, it, it was so front loaded at the oh, box yeah. office. It's insane. Oh, wow. It's crazy. No but I mean, it is holding better than we had this whole argument about whether it would have legs like Infinity War. Um, and it's holding pretty well. A lot of that might be spite towards Avatar, but it's still holding. So yeah, there's some of that. In yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that one, the the one boost. I mean, they got a 15 million dollar weekend with yeah. that re-release. So yeah, that was much needed. All right, so we're gonna stay tuned and have a celebration on the show if this crosses the line. If I'm gonna say when it crosses the line, so how are we gonna celebrate? If it does, I will buy donuts for the office. Okay. Donuts? We need something bigger than that. Get, Everybody, uh, go see Avengers. Get We're getting donuts. Can you get something I can have? <laughs> we need tacos. We need like tacos. Yeah, breakfast tacos, because I just take Ooh, yeah, just like Hulk, you, you know, Hulk yeah. handing out tacos. All we right, should get tacos. All, getting greedy. all right, so stay tuned because up next, we're going to preview all of the good stuff and some of the big absences coming this year to San Diego Comic Con. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
All right, so here we go. We got a whole Comic-Con preview coming up. We're going to talk about what we're excited to see, what the biggest kind of headlining things are, and just go through some, uh, some stuff that I pulled out here that we're gonna, uh, that's going to be at the convention. So starting right at the top, let's talk Marvel, because, I mean, this is like the biggest thing to talk about, right? This year is unique because a lot of the big studios have kind of taken a step back from Comic-Con this year. We're not getting any DC stuff. Kind of taking a step back? I'm trying to not, like, (laughs) I want people to listen to our Comic-Con coverage. I'm not trying to tell them that, like, hey, a lot of the huge stuff isn't here this year. I don't feel so bad, because he did the same thing to me. I would bet (laughs) that DC still has, still makes some headlines, because they'll have a booth. I'll bet you the Birds of Prey costumes are out there. Or or Wonder Woman, or or, uh, Joker. All they have to do is put the same Wonder Woman costume out there. Oh, they'll put the new one that showed up. Yeah, there's a new one. one. It's a little shinier. Yeah. Uh, But I bet you there's costumes out there and stuff like that and posters for those movies that they're going to give out. I'm sure. They may make, and they may drop stuff. No. You don't think so? No. Why would you drop a trailer the week of Comic Con? I don't think a trailer. I think maybe you get a Uh, birthday called Saving a Bunch of Money. Well, but, that's true. Well, yeah, but, it, no, but, then you're, <laughs> but if you drop a trailer... You get the if, same effect. You can, yeah. If you drop a trailer, yeah. you you drop a trailer on Friday or Saturday... We can't be at Comic-Con 2019, but we got this for you. Yeah, what do you? No, if you drop your trailer on Friday or Saturday, of com- wait a week because Saturday night, it's all over for everyone because Marvel Studios is going to make yeah. all their announcements and the news cycle is all about Marvel. But DC, I mean, has typically held Saturday morning until Saturday night. Like, that's kind of the span yeah. of time. Yeah, so, but why not wait until Wednesday and hold the whole next weekend? We'll see. We might. Comic-Con coverage dig out takes a little bit longer than that. I mean, re- realistically, it kind of takes until the next weekend to like, yeah. get through everything. So I still think we see a poster or something, probably. Yeah. yeah. I think but we'll see something. What do you guys... But, okay, let's talk Marvel. What are you guys thinking? Marvel is showing up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What? But we don't know. Are you asking? Yes. <laughs> what do we think that they're going to show? I mean, that Jim, tea, if you know, you can't spoil it. Yeah, pretend, for real. Don't, don't spoil it. That tease suggests Eternals, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Marvel Comics oh, yeah, that Mar- oh, yeah, suggests sure. Eternals is going to be their big... Yeah. Marvel Comics? No, Marvel... Marvel, like, they, Marvel they tweeted Entertainment something out earlier today. Like, like, basically, get to know the Eternals. Telling people who the hell the Eternals are <laughs> now. Get to know who the Eternals make, are, because... Yeah. So and it was a full breakdown it, it of like, what books to go read, all the characters, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, okay, well, that's yep. pretty much That was saying, Marvel doing some straight-up Google bait. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Tiny little fine print at the bottom. Get prepared for Yeah. So that would suggest that Eternals is going to be a big chunk of that. I mean, naturally, Black Widow. Yeah, I mean... Black Widow. So far, I I think and show Black footage. Widow will have the footage. Uh, Eternals will have the kind of star power casting reveals. And I would yeah. imagine concept art because I yeah. know that they have a sizzle reel for both. Yeah. That, that they're showing like licensing parts for Eternals and, like and what else? And Black Widow. That include concept art and all sorts of crap. I don't think they're going to show that to the the room because it's the sizzle reels that traditionally are more industry focused than consumer focused. But um, I imagine we will probably get. Uh, concept art in the same way that we got concept art for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get Black Widow footage. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Black crazy Widow. early. Black Widow I don't think but the Black Widow Eternals. footage will go online. I think it's for Hall H only. Probably. Probably. I think uh, you'll get Black Widow footage. You'll probably get I, maybe Jeremy Renner for Black Widow. Yeah. Probably. So here's the thing. Do they tease their Big slate. Do they do one I of think, those slate? Things? I don't know. I think that would be more D23. D23? Okay. I think, I think could, D23, D23 is going to be all Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. I don't think you're going to get much more on the Marvel Studios. So then here would be the spot to do your I would, slate. I don't know if they're going to do like an image that like that. No, I don't think they're going to outright say, here's everything. I think they're going to pick a few movies and focus on them. 
And I think, yeah. Like, I think we'll get Black Widow's date, the Eternals date, Shang-Chi date. Um, Black Panther 2. Thor 4 date, since that came yeah. out. It obviously is coming out this week for a reason. Yeah. People are talking about it. Yep. yep. Which I don't know if that's, we had this conversation in the office earlier. I don't know if that's Marvel Studios slipping it out or Warner Brothers delay being the cause it got out. But it got out this week, and that's not a coincidence. Um, so Thor 4 release date, Guardians 3 release I don't, date. I don't think they'll do Guardians 3. I think they will. I think we'll see more on the Doctor anything, Strange just Black Panther date. front. Just a date? Yeah. Well, I think, I I think they're only going to cover the next two years' worth of movies. Yeah, I think it'll be Phase 4, like, Chapter 1 or something crazy like right. that. Like, yeah. Like, I, I honestly don't think it's gonna, they're going to go that far out. Guardians 3 is not coming out until... 2022. 2022, the earliest. I think they could show you a chart with, like, the things we know and then a lot of blacked-out things that we <laughs> don't know. If I'm predicting you'll get a, a big bunch surprise, people in the Photoshop scene is they going to lighten. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want, I want to hear everybody that they got to give you something, but also feed you a little mystery. Yeah. So like it's like a little bit mix of both. I want to hear everybody's kind of lofty surprise. Like you don't think this is realistic, but it's you know you have a shred of hope it might happen. Uh, mine mine is prob- Fantastic Four. Uh, see, that's what mine was. Be. Mine would have probably been Fantastic Four. or Nova. Um, I think it'll but be Fantastic something Four, with the Fox properties. Letting you know a solid plan, even if it's far off for, for some of those, either Fantastic Four or or some kind of X-Men thing and Fantastic Four. Or they'll kind of tease you with the next big Avengers movie somehow. Like, like I remember being yeah. underwhelmed when they announced Age of Ultron. I don't remember being underwhelmed. I remember being like, oh, crap, that's awesome, because we all thought we were going to get like a really crazy, scary Ultron and an Iron Man helmet morphing we into Ultron. Better it was Ultron really cool. We got. Like, I thought we were going to get Thanos. <laughs> and we got Ultron, and they were like, oh, well, you got to wait a whole long time for Thanos. Mm. Yeah. They weren't lying. But, like, yeah, so I think that would be – those are my lofty – I don't think they're going to happen, but that would be ambitious and set on fire because Marvel yeah. does have the ability to drop something that they don't have to explain for, like, another two years. Here's the thing. I was going to say that, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, there's no way that's going to happen. But, yes, Moon Knight title, would like, be amazing. Avengers – Secret Invasion or something crazy like that, like people would lose their minds. Ant Man and the Young Avengers or Dark Avengers? I would kind of like them to do a, I mean, they won't. <sighs> like a younger legacy title? Yeah, you know, something like that. Or, you know, Snap, even. Uh, oh my God, I can't believe we're all sitting up here talking about this and not one of us on this panel is going to throw out something like Nova. He I did. Said, no, he did. Oh, he, did. Just he, said, he said Nova. I don't okay. think they're going to announce a Nova movie, though. And honestly, the only thing I would think of is they all they say is uh, they confirm a Captain Marvel sequel is coming. Maybe. I mean, like, nothing else like would to really see a moon too early. Confirmation finally. We said that too. Yeah. Moon, oh, did we? Yeah. Do you listen? I, I honestly, I honestly think with you know, I would love to see a Moon Knight movie, but I think Moon Knight as a character works better in television, and I think I would rather see him in the hands of Marvel Studios. In a Disney Plus well, series, part of me thought maybe they would so do like you, the Hulu or verse, in the Hulu. Thing, so you maybe don't want Jeff Loeb touching Moon Knight is what you're well, saying. That's right. But maybe they do a little <laughs> bit of that, you know, vengeance verse, right. uh, a few little details here and there, and because honestly, he fits getting, there better. I'm surprised we're not getting anything on that front. Yeah, really, me too. The Hulu Marvel TV yeah. front, but maybe you get it here. Who knows? Yeah. All right, so that's Marvel Studios. Percent uh, chance Ryan Reynolds shows up. Hmm. Percent chance Ryan Reynolds shows Ooh, up. That would be big. That percent? would be huge. Percent? If he came out with Deadpool and did like a whole Fox crossover thing, even if they didn't announce anything, that would just be... Like, like that's the thing. Like it's going to be sheer like entertainment. A, I would say that's like a right? 5% chance. Imagine but opening... Be... Robert Downey Jr. once walked through the Hall H panel with an Iron Man hand on. Imagine opening the panel with 
Ryan Reynolds mic'd up, walking in his Deadpool. I'll go higher. I'll give it 10. I'll give it 10%. Okay, boom. 27. 27. That's very specific. 27%. <laughs> I say 27%. You Ryan Reynolds is at the Hall H panel for Marvel Studios. 27%. Kofi? I, I never know when these two are talking about things they're actually yeah, betting yeah. on or things they know from like being out in the field and in the industry. No, this, so this is I never know. speculation I, on our part. There's only one thing I know about the panel, and every, I feel like everybody knows it. Right. All right, so that's Marvel Studios. Let's talk Marvel Comics. So one big thing we're all kind of looking forward to is uh, this Jonathan Hickman yeah. X-Men event, like, you know, Dawn of X. And House, House Powers, of X House and Powers of, X and of Powers 10. Of 10. Yeah. Uh, keeping all this straight, it's such a nightmare. <laughs> to be but, fair, uh, they are dumb titles. Yes, yeah. they are. And Power now of, they just complicated Power of it. 10 is really stupid. Like, I, I'm not a he fan just, of That it. was a little pretentious. Yeah. Um, and now it's Dawn of X. The thinking is, because they haven't said anything, right, it's like confirming it, but the thinking is that it's the first wave of titles that will come out after those two series come to yeah. an end. Because uh, we already know there's going to be a bunch of titles released after that. Uh, no names or characters or anything, but yeah. it'll probably be called Dawn. I mean, this is like the biggest event in X-Men in years. So, yeah. And this is going to be like the big reveal of whether we're in for something like classic Hickman, really top grade storytelling, or something crazy Hickman, like where we're all just scratching our heads like, what? Because it's already being set up this way. They've already hinged this on a major mystery about something in Moira McTaggart's memory that uh, Xavier's going to unlock. And that's already been a loaded minefield in the X-Men mythos with, like, whole teams that have been erased and killed yeah. and stuff like that. So who I'm, knows? Maybe she and Professor X have banged, had a son. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I'm interested to see who makes this first wave of titles as far as from a character perspective. I mean, I, we all have our personal hey, favorites. Uh, I would say from a creator standpoint, 99% uh, positive Jerry Duggan is getting a book, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I, God, I hope not Colin Bunn. I like Colin Bunn, but I just don't like He's probably gonna get the a world book. of X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you look at the current X writers right now, right? It's Rosenberg, it's Breeson. It's Bun comes in and out, kind of doing. I don't think they give Rosenberg anything because he just did. Well, he just wrapped his X Men story, but I mean, I don't know. Let's see, they give him a book. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's a part of me I would love a Kelly Thompson anything. The fact that I don't even know who half <laughs> these people are tells me the X Men needs a good reinvention. So, but from yeah. a title standpoint, I would imagine they keep it to the classics if they're spinning stuff out. I imagine we'll get a New Mutants. Yeah, I would love to see an X Force. Well, there will be they that book does too well in the sales um, and we'll probably get maybe like one or two and uh, we'll probably get a new x-men and maybe one or two solo series well uh hickman's staying on the main title right I'm gonna have a core yeah, yeah. so he'll X-Men have men book it's either either gonna call it x-men or or uncanny x-men it'll probably just be x-men yeah i mean i want some kind of and it's typically done in x-force but this most recent run of X Force is very much like the classic, like Shatterstar, Cannonball, Cable, that group. I always like it when they shake it up and do like the X Force of like the late two thousands, where it's you know yeah. those were like Wolverine, X twenty three, and then they kind of Shook Gambit was in the group uh, sometimes, Phantom X, the, or yeah, the Uncanny X Force, yeah, yeah, that stuff. So I kind of hope X-Force we get that because right now there are so many characters in the current roster, like Magic. Uh, there, there's a bunch of people that would fit so well in a group like that, and they're not doing anything with them. So I hope to see that Phantom X Magic make that happen. All right. 
So, we're also going to get an agent. I mean, for Marvel TV, we're getting an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. I'm not too, like, thrilled about that. This season's, I mean, the show's kind of losing steam with me, so hopefully they have something good to I reveal. am talking with the producers of that show, so if you have questions, send them to me on Twitter. Thank you. Right. <laughs> plug away, plug away. Uh, we will be getting some uh, DC TV. Uh, yeah. We'll have a good presence at Comic-Con. Who Kofi is talking to. Yeah, I mean, some of them, yeah. yeah some of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking, well, first we're going to be seeing things from the Arrowverse. Uh, they'll all have panels, which is important because this is Arrow's last season coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so Stephen Amell will probably be in rare form. That'll be great. Uh, so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go that specific, but uh, yeah. Um, we're going to learn woman. about Crisis. We're going to get a first screenings, world premiere screenings of two new DC TV series, Batwoman yeah. uh, with Ruby Rose and Pennyworth. The kind of, uh, it's not even a Gotham spinoff, but like the same kind of concept, except yeah. Alfred. It's the same creative team, basically. Yeah, and it's like young the Alfred. The trailer does cool. look cool. I mean, no, it I looks pretty think, cool, yeah. and what we've heard is like this is a violent kind of really gritty kind of noir thing with a very, it's kind of Kingsman-y. I was going to say, although seeing the trailer for the Kingsman this week, yeah. Yeah. I was like, God, is this Pennyworth? Like, yeah, uh, it's very much. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah, very much Well, Pennyworth. it's got to up the ante. It's got to win, you know, uh, audio I remember engineering not being particularly <laughs> interested in Sound editing away. So I'm even less interested in young Alfred Pennyworth, to be honest with you. I mean, as a concept, this holds no weight for me. But from what I've heard, I might be pleasantly surprised. So I'm going to be interested to see the reactions coming out of Comic-Con. Um, because it might actually shock and surprise by no, how, yeah. how it could be another it Krypton where it just kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't care anything about Krypton when it was announced. No, What's well, also like the, the stance on Batwoman so far? Because I, I watched the trailer. Mm. I thought it was okay. And I read the comment section. And it yeah, was it's like not it's an Arrowverse show. It has people in it. I'm j I'm jazzed for it because I, I was think it's one of the better. Well, no, the trailer jazzed me, but it's it's a weird thing because like as Kate Kane, I'm sold on Ruby Rose just the way she inhabits that character. Like I, I like that. Yeah, I am not sold on Alice or like the the villain and like yeah. the surroundings feel very CW. Like yeah. they have yeah. those well, production values. But her as Kate and then eventually Batwoman and like her sidekick or whatever, that stuff I'm down for. Like that all looks yeah, good. Yeah, I think trailer. they go and need to go a little Alan more, Alan more and less like campy Batman. Because yeah, that yeah. when she's interact like anytime Alice was on screen, I was like, I don't like this. This no. seems cheap. I don't like yeah. this. I need an adult. <laughs> but so we're gonna be interested to see <laughs> what the reactions are for these two Batman spin-offs. Um, we're gonna be getting the first look at The Witcher, the yeah. Witcher panel's oh. coming out. That's a big deal. That's probably my second most exciting thing behind Yeah, me. I mean, this yeah. is the one I'm most interested in because yeah. I'm, like, still not, like, the concept of the games and the books, like, translating that into a Netflix show, like, in the budget. Like, I'm still kind of have a lot See, of questions. See, I think it's it's so, fits so well with that. I think it fits the TV and the streaming format it's way better than like the, the movie the budget format. and what the results will be with, like, the creatures, the like, right. the effects. Like, I want to see how all that yeah. come out. And if it looks awesome, if it looks like a bright or something like that, then I'm sold. I'm, I'm going to be in for sure. I think a lot of the creatures in the Witcherverse are not terribly budget intensive. So I think you can get away a lot. If you, if you Now, I don't know this showrunner's like previous work, so like I don't know how well that's going to happen, but there's an avenue to where you can make something creepy and make something kind of you know, a, a situation intense and you don't have to break the budget CGI wise to do it. A lot of the monsters in the Witcher universe have that. Like they you can play around with that. It's not just can these any giant of the monsters things. be real? Practical, I mean? What do you mean? Like can any Practical of the monsters effects. be built 
and like practical effects, used... prosthetics, makeup. Like oh modern, yeah, there's there's several, uh, especially like the ghouls and uh, like there's a, a bunch of different creatures that can be just prosthetic looking, creepy, crawly thing. I mean, one of the things from like the game, and again, like it's based more on the books, but like one of the the games thing is like a one of the monsters is a baby that was aborted. And if they're not treated correctly, if they're not treated correctly, they come back as these like evil creature, little demonic Mm. babies, right? You can do stuff like that and completely practical or prosthetic, whatever. You don't have to break the bank. And there's a lot of those in there. They should hire the guy who designed that animal's butthole on Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> I didn't think that needed I, any following up, so yeah, I just let I, it. I let it sit. Okay, I let it sit there. Move right right along. So, Brandon, this one's for one. you. We're gonna have Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead panels <laughs> now for the first time oh, in yeah. wake of the comic ending, which is gonna be hella interesting mm. to see. Because this is one of two panels where I feel like fan backlash could really spill over. This one and the Game of Thrones panel in Hall H, which is going to be... Bunch of angry people. Bunch of angry people, yeah. <laughs> now they're going to be like some people throwing mock Emmys at the stage and whatnot. You're not allowed to go to the bar before either of these panels. No, actually, <laughs> maybe you want to go to the bar before the yeah. panels. Yeah, I mean, these are going to be... I mean, the Walking Dead thing, I know. Oh, man, that could get brutal because... I th- well, what do you mean? How so? I mean, I know they're about the shows, but fans who are angry about the comic will... Oh. I mean, this is Comic-Con. The Q&As get real, so... I like, think people were actually quite satisfied with how the book ended. Do so you think it'll be all right? In, in reading the comment sections and, t- and tweeting with people, I think people were actually more accepting of the book's ending. They're pissed about how Rick died, but the ending itself kind of made up for that, uh, and I think it was more satisfying than the Game of Thrones ending, but I still think people are going to leave the Walking Dead panel underwhelmed. I also think it's just going to dominate the, the, the conversation. The TV show right? panel. It's well, gonna, no, no, they're not going to talk about the comic at all during the panel. No, but like, but when you get to the Q and A sections, right? Like, that's yeah. going to come up. Like, you, you don't, don't think that's not going to come up? I honestly would be surprised if it came up more than once. Ooh, I would be. I think it'll you be, are very trusting of the comic book crowds in a way. No, I'm that telling you, I think I have not been since I seen saw a man stab another panel. man's I eye think out. Chris Hardwick brings it up. I think Chris Hardwick brings it up while he's on the panel. And then oh Kirkman says something like, well, you know, I wanted to end the book, so I ended the book, and Rick's dead, and you can all be mad at me, and that's that, so send your hate mail to Sean McAwitz. And That's actually not a bad Kirkman. So I think that that's where, and he'll be like, but the show goes on, and Scott Campbell will be sitting next to him like, that's right, Robert, remind them, we have a really great show, we're building an entire universe, the show's going nowhere, we're proud of Robert's books. And don't forget, we have movies coming as well, but we're not going to tell you anything about those today. I think that's how the panel goes. And you get a season 10 trailer. And and you don't think the audience is going to be upset? I think the audience is going to be upset. They'll be more upset about not getting movie news than they will about the the comic book ending. Yeah, oh, for sure. All right, let's move. The movies are going to be like an elephant in the room. They'll touch them vaguely, and that'll be it. All right, let's move to some of these other things before we wrap up. Uh, We are going to be seeing... There's going to be a Hall H conversation with the Russo brothers. There's going to be an Avengers Endgame uh, writers panel, the Marcus and McFeely. Those are both going to be interesting things, as our own Brandon Davis has shown. Those can. Can I ask a quick question? Sure. Are we Russoed out at this point? No, I am. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any more questions for them about what Endgame. More can, what more can they say? Dude, they have the thing is they're they're. I mean, they're going to talk about Endgame, but also they're talking about other stuff. And th- like, I am excited to see 
them do other things. That's why I care they about did the try something. Metal. They did try something else, and it got canceled after a season. Well, they produced it. They're direct, they're, they're, well, they produced 21 Bridges, which looks awesome, with Chadwick Boseman. They're directing Cherry with Tom Holland, right. which sounds like it could be pretty cool, and Magic the Gathering, which yeah. I'm excited for. I might be the most, I'm definitely, in this room, the most excited for that out of everybody, but, I mean, I'm not Russo'd out. I think they make... I'm I'm cool really stuff. excited. That's the thing. The next thing. That yeah, and I don't think that I'm excited about. I don't think it's magic. their. I don't think it's their fault that all of us were like searching through their garbage every day for a year between <laughs> Infinity well, War and Endgame. I didn't even mean on mine from a directing standpoint. Yeah. I more meant no. because of that. Of because yeah. I'm yeah. I'm like done with like searching every sentence they say for clues. And Which stuff. to me means like the Marcus McFeely panel will suffer more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm over them too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm over that too. Like, I would I'm good. say Marcus and McFeely, I think, have a longer tenure at studios than I think the Russos do. Sure. Yeah. The Russos will come but back, they, but Marcus and McFeely will go to other projects. And their panels so what, are more exciting. But what do anyway. they have to talk about right now? I mean, I don't know. But you know, the, it's going to be a big endgame. Yeah. Yeah. People still have questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Marcus and McFeely, so but those I'm kind of That's other Marvel-related stuff that's going to be going on. Um, we're also going to meet with the DC, we're going to see the DC Universe shows kind of rolled out, and we'll be talking to them, so that'll be exciting, that's the part Brandon was saying, yeah, we'll be talking to them, the Titans cast, Doom Patrol cast, so that's going to be cool, um, we'll probably learn a little bit more of what's coming to that service for the five people who will be in attendance for that. <laughs> I want to see more, are, are they the going to, are there any rumors that they're going to show, like, Stargirl or anything um, like that? I haven't heard, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them, too, yeah. so they got to do something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they've got, honest, they, they have do footage something. to show. They got to do Titans I mean, season being, two, Star Girl. You might as well just start rolling it all now. Being like, Jeff poop. Johns' baby and the fact that it's going to have a Green Lantern in it, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm totally sold to on this. We have Kirkman in our studio. Who's talking to him? Me. Yeah. You better put him on the spot yeah. about ending the Walking Dead comics. Oh, boy. Yeah. Woo, gonna Star push, Trek is going to have a major presence. <laughs> Star what? Trek, you all. It's going to have a major presence. We're going to have Discovery. <laughs> Season three kind of look, Picard first look, Lower Decks, the kind of comedy series, and uh, The Orville will also be in, which has kind of hung on and become this dark horse hit for Seth MacFarlane, who can seemingly do no wrong in TV. And for some people, like, that's the true Star Trek Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm amazed. That's, yeah. That is the true Star Trek show, so who knows? Um, We're also going to get looks at new shows besides The Witcher that we're kind of anticipating. We're going to get a look at uh, Seth MacFarlane's uh, The Boys Adaptation, or Seth MacFarlane, um, Seth Rogen, my gosh. Uh, adaptation of The Boys. Uh, we're going to get a look at Carnival Row, that uh, new show with Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne. Jean, Jean. Or, as, or as Jim Delevingne. Delevingne, as Jim says. <laughs> as Jim says. Uh, Whatever. Um, she just that. permanently looks angry. Delevingne. She does. She always looks mad. That's so good. Anyway. Well, she's, I mean, to be fair, she has to put up with a lot of crap and crap questions and stuff, so... Um, she was perfectly nice when we talked to her for uh, that movie that bombed horribly. What was that? Oh, oh I talked to her too. Uh, Luke, she was fine. Uh, the Luke Besson movie. Oh, I was so excited. Oh, about Valerian. Valerian as yes. well. Oh, I was so excited for Valerian. And yeah, it looked awesome. I, I talked to her at CinemaCon for Valerian. She was very fine, but she still she was very nice in her voice, but she still looked angry. She was very fine. <laughs> Maybe she just has intense eyes. Just, she was very normal. I feel like us with bushy eyebrows always get accused of looking angry. Kofi, you're always angry. I bushy eyebrows. No, not really. Am I angry? Not angry. I'm a very fun-loving guy. Kofi went on vacation. He came back, and he has this mantra about him that he is an optimistic, fun-loving guy. But he's always angry. You do have a tan. It's nice. Just, just, 
I think it's just, <laughs> you just I think I'm just environment. Let's just say I'm environmentally sensitive and just move on from that. All right. So finally, Matt's going to shine because we're getting a Power Rangers panel. Yeah, Ooh. buddy. Uh, so I'm stoked for this only because, well, for a couple of reasons. But the, one of the biggest ones is that the Lightning Collection, which is Hasbro's like Marvel Legends Power Rangers line, mm. essentially, will probably get the third wave announced and shown off at this one. We'll also get new Beast Morphers footage uh, and probably an exact date for when that season returns. So I'm very excited for all that news. And then there's also a Boom Studios comics panel, I believe, uh, where we'll talk about Power Rangers comics. So all good stuff. Power Rangers universe is awesome right now. I so say. If, if you got to take home any exclusive from Comic-Con, what, what is it going to be? Uh, for me, it's the Red Ranger... Uh, Gold Zio SDCC exclusive two-figure pack. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. And if we get one, we're essentially splitting it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants the red and I want the gold. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't usually collect things from Comic-Con, so I just kind of like the You can pass it to me if you... Yeah, I mean, if I come across I'm something, I, I always pass them on. I'm to a Twitter, collector really, of trinkets. Like, yeah. So I don't go for any that, exclusives. I want that Mezco Moon Knight. Mm. Oh, that, yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. You have a contact at Mezco? Yeah, they don't do anything. Yeah, they don't do anything. We better, <laughs> we better We've tried. We've tried to reach out to them. Um, so, yeah, that's me. You didn't even mention WWE is going to be in the building. You got 40 seconds. WWE is going to be in the building, but they're just doing, uh, for like the full-on event, they're only doing like an autograph signing. But we are going to have a few of them in our uh, studio suite. Uh, so we're going to be able to interview uh, Zach Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, whoa, and whoa, whoa. Kofi Kingston, still champ. Uh, and then hopefully we'll also have a couple more. Man, I hope Kofi Kingston brings the belt. I hope. Oh, if Kofi Kingston doesn't bring the belt, turn him around. <laughs> Send him out. Like when we I'm get a picture of him, leave, but, I'm uh, going to Photoshop you next to him. Okay. <laughs> that'll be so awesome. Have that photo. That'll be awesome. So, yeah, guys, you heard it. That's a little bit. We're going to be having a suite at Comic-Con where we will be doing some great Exclusive interviews uh, that we'll be sharing with you guys for, I'm sure, weeks to come when we get back from Comic-Con. So be on the lookout for ComicBook.com's Comic-Con page. Like I said, we are going to be kind of cracking things out minute by minute, hour by hour, all the latest stuff you guys want to know. We're going to have reports, interviews, features, podcasts, all of this. We're going full media. So... Stay tuned and join us. You can experience this convention even if you're not there, and we'd love to have you along. As for Comic Book Nation, if you want to know where to find us, we put up new episodes every Wednesday and Friday on comicbook.com, except for this week where we'll have a few bonuses, so check the feed. And if you want to check the feed, you can subscribe to the RSS feed on any one of our podcast articles to get new episodes, or you can subscribe on your favorite listening platform. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Google Playlist, and you can tell any Amazon Alexa device, play Comic Book Nation podcast, and it will fire right up for you. If you wanted to continue any discussion with us, you can hit us up at the uh, hashtag Comic Book Nation, or you can contact us individually. I'm at Kofi Outlaw. I am Matt Aguilar CB. And I'm at Brandon Davis BD. And if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, which we do periodically, we will send you a comicbook.com t-shirt. Uh, we'll tell you how to get in contact with us if you hear your review read. And uh, we'll need your full name, shirt size, and address, and we'll send you some Comic Book Nation swag. Shout out to that guy up in Cape Cod. I was up in Cape Cod on vacation wearing the uh, Comic Book Nation shirt. Uh, yeah. And he started talking to me because he was a fan of the show. And uh, he didn't know I was... 
part of the show. He just was talking to me about things he liked about it, and I introduced myself, and he was a big fan, so shout out to that guy. All right. That was my first, like, real-life yeah. encounter. It was great. And that's great, too, yeah. that he told you all the good stuff before he knew who you yeah, were. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will like, say, I think we're planning on bringing a few Comic Book Nation shirts with us. Uh, so, so if you see we'll, us... We'll give, we'll give one to Kofi, one to Matt, one to BD. If you see us, hit us up with What's Up Comic Book Nation. Show us that you're inside this family. What's Up Comic Book Nation. We'll hug it out, and if we have a a shirt on us, we'll give it to you. Yeah, buddy. All right. Make it happen. So that's for all of you that we'll see at Comic-Con. For all of you that we won't, be sure to check in, listen in, and we'll see you next time. Deuces.